Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L. On Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. Feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. I know your name is Rita, because your perfume is smelling sweeter. Busy weekend, especially when it comes to all of these different Iranian-backed groups. Now, let's be honest. Iran is behind so many of these different proxy groups. And I'm speaking about Hamas, also Hezbollah, also the Houthis, which is the group coming out of Yemen, And boy, have the Hootsies also been pretty busy of late. They have been striking at many ships in the Red Sea, including now another U.S. Navy ship. Over the weekend, the USS Kearney was fired upon by UAVs. These are these drones that were sent from Yemen-backed groups. These are the Hootsies that are in Yemen. Um, and again, backed by Iran. So here is the USS Kearney. It is trying to give safe passage to these other commercial liners, and they are getting attacked by these UAVs, which shows how sophisticated these groups are, how well-financed these groups are by Iran and others. And the Hootsies also, by the way, took responsibility. So they're just right out there. They're just very brazen about what they're doing and unabashedly saying, yeah, 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 we were doing that. And so the USS Kearney, the American warship, of course, didn't want to take any incoming. And luckily, they were able to shoot down the drones with our great U.S. technology and also defend some of these other commercial shipping uh projects because a number of them from different countries that are coming into the Red Sea are trying to get safe passage and they're being fired upon. The Houthis trying to kind of create lots of trouble in that part of the world and also trying to keep the U.S. busy there while Hamas is keeping Israel busy and Lebanon uh, with, of course, with the Hezbollah in the north doing incoming into Israel as well. So there's a lot of hot spots around the globe. But what's important about this latest strike is this is the 75th attack on U.S. forces by Iranian-backed proxy groups. This one on the USS Kearney, again, UAVs, the drones from the Houthis, Iranian-backed, marks at least 75 attacks since October 17th, which was 10 days after Hamas unleashed hell on earth on Israel. So this is a stunning moment because so far, the only thing that the U.S. has really done, they have taken out literally a handful of terrorists, uh, small operators, so it seems. 
And also they fire upon two empty warehouses. So these groups that are definitely trying to go after U.S. forces, U.S. bases, U.S. locales, they are not getting the message that the U.S. is going to stand up to them. And that really saddens me because they smell weakness. They feel that it's weak leadership in the White House. They feel they can just kind of do whatever they want and keep attacking U.S. interests almost without any repercussion. And they've seen an administration of appeasement. This is the same administration that was ready to unleash $6 billion to Iran and another $10 billion. And also not enforcing the sanctions that are giving Iran $2 billion a week. Guess what? That's how it's helping to finance all these terrorist groups around the globe. So they sense weakness. They see this opportunity. And sadly, the Biden administration has no spine in going after Iran. They will not go after the head of the snake. They will not go after the mothership, if you will. They're allowing incoming to come. They're defending themselves. But at this point, there is clearly no message under this administration to stand up to Iran or even do any preemptive action. And boy, is that a sad testament, because in that part of the world, the the message of strength, the fear of strength, not necessarily having to project it, but worrying, what will this administration do? Sometimes that is enough to prevent attacks. And they have no fear of this president. They have no fear of repercussions. And that is in part why we're in the situation that we're in. What are your thoughts, everybody? It's one 800 848 Here is General Jack Keene. Uh, and this is what he had to say about all these strikes that have gone unanswered by the U.S. There is a pattern here. These are our three major adversaries, China, Russia, and Iran, and they're all increasing their aggression. Why? They believe we're vulnerable. They think our leadership is weak, and we've lost the ability to deter with Iran and what has taken place in the region. Look at they're increasing their level of aggression with their proxies, Iran, Syria proxies. Hezbollah certainly gradually increasing, but not the all-out missile attack, fortunately. And certainly now now with the Houthis, we have got to respond. And I think CENTCOM made a statement this morning which was pretty revealing. They said these attacks are enabled by Iran. First time they've ever made a public statement like that. I think they're make, flagging the administration a little bit here. We need to respond and make sure Iran understands that not, we're not going to put up with this kind of increased escalation to try to disrupt commercial traffic through the Persian Gulf, which, which is the objective here. The other objective is to push us out of the region. And we've got to hit Iran where it matters. It's not going to escalate into war with Iran. They don't want anything like that. They know they lose their regime over that. Let's apply some common sense here. Although this administration doesn't seem to want to project common sense or even the prospect of strength. And that is why I contend we're seeing so many flashpoints around the world. Also, Leon Panetta, former defense secretary under President Clinton and also elsewhere, uh, very close to the Democrats, very well regarded by many, many different people. Leon Panetta over the weekend, again, a Democrat, 
even said, yeah, boy, this administration needs to do a heck of a lot more. Listen to what he had to say. We have to go in and hit those that are responsible for doing it. So I I would be much more aggressive about going after those that attack our U.S. forces. Do you think to date that our response has been too soft? I think I think it's been a little bit too selective. I mean, we hit some ammo dumps. We hit some other targets. I want to go after those who are firing missiles at our troops and make sure they understand that when they fire a missile, they're going to die. He sounded a heck of a lot tougher than I've ever heard Biden speak. Boy, it'd be, if you're going to have a Democratic president, let's put Leon Panetta in there. That at least sounds like part of a warrior there. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. And of course, this comes as all of these protests are raging out of control in so many U.S. cities. Let's go to Norm, line two. Norm, your thoughts about this, my friend. Uh, my friend. Okay. Um, first thing, Pramila Jayapal there. Um, there was a rally this morning by the U.N. It was called Me Too, Except If You're a Jew. So that was the uh, that was the theme of it. I didn't go, but uh, it's interesting. How, wait, 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 wait. Uh, is that a joke or is that for real? No, that was for real. It was being it was being it was being um, promoted as Me Too. At least this is my friend who looked it up for me on the Internet. Me Too, Except If You're a Jew. Well, that uh, that might fit uh, the one that uh, Jayapal would be at because, boy, weren't her, conf- her comments just shameful, Norm? Yes, they're they're shameful. They're complicit. There, but listen, the, the maintenance of power is more important than a, than a bunch of dead Jews. I mean, that's my opinion. How sad I mean, is that? Know, her- By the way, how sad is that? And, and I know that yeah. you support the Jewish people as I do too. How mm-hmm. sad is that statement, Norm? Yeah, it's sad, but it's real. Um, it's, you know, the legacy of the Obama administration. You know, they want to this is this is, you know, they, they, they want to keep they want to they want to keep Iran in power. That's why they can shoot at our military ships. And we basically do squat about it. But that's that's the, the, the point. The reason why I was calling was how do these protesters, these protesters who want to find out information on Oh, you know, some pogrom they're planning in Philadelphia against some Jewish deli, Jewish restaurant. How do they find out this information? Well, they go to Google because Google, you know, like you Google that information and it'll come right out, you know. And if you want to find out, say, information about the rally this morning, Google, Google scrubs that. You can't find you can't easily find information about pro-Israel rallies. Okay, so, you know, um, social media is complicit by backing the wrong guys. I mean, they're they're backing these people. They're backing that they're backing all these, you know, these these Antifa and all these all these groups to, to it's easily available. And that's how they find out the information about that stuff. But if you wanted to, say, find a Trump rally, good luck finding that. Or if you wanted to find some information about, I don't know, say any of the stuff I used to go to, none of the none of the rallies, like for example, any of the anti mandate rallies, none of them were on Google. Um, they, Boy. they 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 yeah they put they're pushing they're pushing all this all this uh, anti American hate stuff and suppressing everything related to related to anything that's pro America, anything that's pro Israel. 
anything that's pro-Christian, anything of that nature. They, 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 they will not promote it, and they censor it, in a sense. And, so, and let me, uh, let me ask you a couple things, Norm. Do you sure. believe that is because uh, they believe like the protesters do? Um, I would find that there would hopefully be some more level-headed people in tech these they, days, you know, and, and Jewish. I mean, you know, there's definitely some Jewish owners— to- doesn't somebody go, wait a minute, what are you doing? No, because ultimately these people are, they want to keep, to maintain the Biden administration, the Democrats to stay in power. Okay, that's more important than any of this other Jew stuff. They figure, oh, it'll it'll work, it's, it'll, it'll you know, and, and they have no allegiance. And in most of these people, these corporate people who happen to be Jewish or happen to be Protestant or whatever the hell they are, they have no allegiance towards Israel. Okay, and they have no allegiance towards America. And but they do have allegiance to this this president, this which which who they view as progressive, but is in my opinion absolutely regressive. And uh, you know it's that's that's what's going on. Well, I mean, but, but you know what's sad, Norm? To... Yeah, but Norm, you know what's sad? If you are Jewish right now, you're not sitting there saying, "Gosh, uh, I would be very concerned." Like you said, uh, what they think it's going to work out? What what's going to mm-hmm. work out? More Hamas is going to come in. To Israel because that's right. what they've said. They They're going to keep going. They care. Listen, they care about they care about climate change. They care about staying in power. They care about abortion. This is what you know. More important, they care about that. That's what they care about. They don't care about Israel anymore. This is this is this is the the, the only the only Jews that care about Israel. Okay, are mostly the 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 Orthodox. Okay, and we make up only like I'm not Orthodox, but they make up only like. One percent, I don't know, five percent of total world Jewry. I mean, in America, we're only one percent, uh, two point four percent of the population. Right. No, I, by the way, Jews. I know the numbers. But you know what, Norm? I actually disagree with you. I think there's a lot more people uh, that care about uh, protecting Israel. Um, I think there's more than that percentage, even within the Jewish faith. And I think there's a lot of people outside of it. Uh, maybe I hang around good people, and maybe that's why I think that. But I really do. I think there are people of all different uh, faiths that are just so appalled and so disgusted and also get the fact that this is really not just Israel's fight, but it is really a fight for civilization. And it is such a horrific instance what happened on October 7th. To me, it's it's so clear, so crystal clear. And I feel like a lot of people, uh, I have been impressed that they've stood fast. I wouldn't expect them to do anything else. I'm disgusted with the others who aren't. Um, and, and it's shameful and it's scary. But I agree with you, sadly, that these protesters, it's like their priorities, you're right, are climate change. They just don't get it. Um, or uh, they are just uh, so caught up in their own little world uh, or being funded by groups and, and enjoying the protest and intention. Um, I think I, t- I told what I what I was being told to um, by um, Dershowitz not that long ago, where he said half of them are Hitler youth. That's really scary because the Hitler youth were extremely dangerous and and also some of them very deadly young people that were sort of being conditioned. And I think sadly, some of them are in America's colleges. And boy, do we have a lot of work to do in our educational system. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. And you're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. 
Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. This is the Rita Cosby Show. And we are talking about the fact that the Biden administration has not been tough at all on Iran. And they also haven't been cracking down on these protesters that are completely getting out of hand and very anti-Semitic. Again, the story over the weekend where they were going around this Philadelphia restaurant screaming outside. And where's the moral clarity to say this should not happen in this country? What are they afraid of? Are they afraid of losing votes? Uh, because these are their Democrats and now, boy, uh, the Republicans can say, uh, looks like the Democrats have a Hamas problem. Uh, I think that that's a fair thing to throw out their election time. Anytime they go, OK, MAGA extremists. Uh, well, I would say someone who supports Hamas is a heck of a lot more extreme than anything that they think about MAGA. Give me a break. 1-800-848-9222. one 848 let us go to Diane. Uh, Diane, your thoughts about all this? Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts about this. Well, for one thing, (laughs) it just makes me go crazy when I hear Biden telling Israel that they have to be very careful about the the Palestinian civilians, the innocent civilians, very careful. Excuse me, wasn't the whole Hamas attack on Israeli civilians? Yeah, I, I agree that the double standards, Diane, are glaring. And every time, it's like every time out of his mouth, anytime he even tries to say anything, he condemns Israel. It's disgusting, and it's wavering, and it's dangerous. Rita Cosby is on. The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes. And this is the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Support Our Heroes event and a Support Our Heroes segment. And a very powerful story coming from Beaumont, Texas. 
where, by the way, uh, the summer of 2023 was Texas's second hottest on record. And in that light, a veteran was honored with a very special air conditioner. Veteran Devane Barnell served in both the Navy and the Army during the Korean War. Now he was honored for his service at the America Air Systems Amer Air Cares presentation event. The event was held on Saturday at the Beaumont Municipal Airport, and the goal of the event was to give a new heating and cooling system to a deserving service member. And the owners of American Air Systems, Lee and Terry Potter, said, quote, This event is but a small token of appreciation for the immense sacrifices made by our veterans, and we appreciate our committee of volunteers who made this very special moment possible. And what a beautiful, nice gesture to keep him warm and keep him cool at the appropriate times of year. And how beautiful and grateful we are to, of course, all of our military men and women, uh, those who served in all the wars, including the Korean War, like this great veteran. And we so appreciate our veterans and, of course, their families. And everybody, all it takes is just $11 a month. So donate $11 a month to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. All you have to do is go to T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Over 40,000 veterans are experiencing homelessness in the United States. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation launched its homeless veteran program last year to combat this injustice. The program provides housing and comprehensive support services to military veterans nationwide. In 2023 alone, Tunnel to Towers is providing housing to over 3,000 veterans. Join the foundation on its mission to end veteran homelessness by donating $11 per month. Head to T2T.org to donate and learn more. That's T, the number two, T.org. And again, check out the great Tunnel to Towers Foundation at T2T.org, T2T.org. They do so much to help America's military and first responder heroes. And we are talking about some of the crazy rhetoric uh, you just mentioned that Kamala Harris and some of these others have come out and they have been questioning Israel when they do these speeches or putting Israel almost on par with Hamas. Pretty similar to what we heard from Pramila Jayapal, the Democratic member of Congress. And first off, here is Kamala Harris, the vice president. She's over there in Dubai and in the Middle East a time for moral clarity to speak up and defend Israel and listen to what she says. That was really shocking and inappropriate. It's all about keeping Israel in check. Listen to this. President Biden and I have also been clear with the Israeli government in public and in private many times. As Israel defends itself, it matters how. The United States is unequivocal. International humanitarian law must be respected. Too many innocent Palestinians have been killed. Frankly, the scale of civilian suffering and the images and videos coming from Gaza are devastating. 
I have spoken with members of the Palestinian, Arab, and Muslim communities of America, including those who have lost loved ones in Gaza and American citizens who were injured and evacuated from Gaza. It is truly heartbreaking. As Israel pursues its military objectives in Gaza, we believe Israel must do more to protect innocent civilians. Can you imagine them, somebody telling us after 9-11, uh, try not to hit, um, you know, the people standing next to Osama bin Laden because somebody did something to America? I'm playing off Ilhan Omar. I mean, this is crazy. So over the weekend, we heard again from Democratic Congresswoman Pramila Jayapal. I want to make sure you hear this if you didn't hear it earlier, because this is shocking. Here she is with CNN host Dana Bash, and she's trying to find some moral equivalency between Hamas and Israel. She sounds like Kamala Harris. Take a listen. I want to ask you about sexual violence. And it's kind of remarkable that this issue hasn't gotten enough attention globally. Widespread use of rape, uh, brutal rape, sexual violence against Israeli women by Hamas. I've seen a lot of progressive women, generally speaking, they're quick to defend women's rights and speak out against using rape as a, as a weapon of war. But downright silent on what we saw on October 7th and what might be happening inside Gaza right now to these hostages. Why is that? I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know that that's true. I think we, we always talk about the impact of war on women in particular. In fact, I remember 20 years ago I did a petition around the war in Iraq. Have you said, saying have that, you talked about it since oh, October absolutely. 7th? And I've condemned what Hamas has done. I've condemned Specifically all of women. the actions. Absolutely. The, the rape, the, of course. But I think we have to remember that Israel is a democracy. That is why they are a strong ally of ours. With respect, I was just asking about the, the women, and you turned it back to Israel. I'm asking you about Hamas, in fact. I already answered your question, Dana. I, I said it's horrific, and okay. I think that rape is horrific, sexual assault is horrific. I think that it happens in war situations. Terrorist organizations like Hamas obviously are using these as tools. Mm-hmm. However, I think we have to be balanced about bringing in the outrages against Palestinians. 15,000 Palestinians have been killed in Israeli airstrikes, three quarters of whom are women and children. And it's horrible, but you don't see Israeli soldiers raping. um, Well, Dana, I think we're not. We're not adding balance to the story. We're not being fair to the terrorists of Hamas. That's not nice to say that about them. I, I mean, this This person should not be in Congress. She does not represent American interests, at least not the America that I know. And listen to Katie Pavlich, who is a conservative commentator. And this is what she said about Jayapal and how troubling this is. First, we'd point out that uh, Congressman Jayapal is not just a member of the Progressive Caucus. She is the leader of the Progressive Caucus. This is a woman who has had a heavy role in the Women's March, claiming that she believes in women's issues, and yet she is somehow bringing in a moral equivalence when it comes to these mass rapes, which were pre-planned by Hamas. We can see it in their planning material. You can see it in their GoPro videos that they wore themselves so they could document what they were doing to uh, Israeli women inside their homes, young women running for their lives at a music festival, and the laughing and glee they engaged in. 
as a result. And while Democrats uh, will argue that this is a very small faction of the Democratic Party, you have the majority uh, coming out in favor of Israel's right to defend itself, talking about the women and what they've gone through, and also their ability to prevent future attacks. This is a growing faction in the Democratic Party. It grows every single election. Um, and certainly she believes in it. You see now Democrats uh, and Muslim Americans saying that they want to take votes away from President Biden because they believe in what Congressman Jayapal has been saying. So yeah. that is going to be a real problem, not just for the country, but also for the Democrats. Absolutely. Because guess what? There are a, at least a decent amount of Democrats who agree with what Jayapal is saying. A lot of those protesters out there agree with it. They'll say it even on camera. Some of them hide their faces, but a lot of them will say it on camera. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Larry. Larry, nine, line two, your thoughts. Uh, well, my first thought is, reader, it's not fair to have callers call, wait a long time and then cut off by music, okay? That's the first thing I want to say. Larry, can I say and one thing? I, I, When I hear somebody complain like that, Good night. Let's go to Stan, line three. Stan, your thoughts. I like that, Rita. Very yeah. good. I mean, give me a break. He's I know, calling I know. In yeah, he's he's calling... the ambulance chaser. Yeah, Forget he ca- about yeah, him. By the way, he calls in to complain every time to every different show. And you know what? If you want to complain... Go complain in, in your to your in your own bedroom, not here on the, not here on the radio. Out there. Who knows what's going on? Yeah, here. who knows what's going on in this bedroom? <laughs> All right, let's get Good to point, it. Stan. All right, let's get to it. <laughs> we don't want to go there. It's too let's late. Let's say right? kitchen. Right? Yes. Right. Another time, four in the morning or something we can talk about. Don't it. call me and complain. Yes, right? that's right. That's, that's the message, the guy, guys. The guy on at one o'clock, he can talk about that. Anyway, uh, I got to ask a question because it's bothering General Jack Keane, you uh, you talk about uh, Iran and it's Syria. Here's the point. You're a, what would you do with Iran? Okay, let me just say this. Number one, Trump had four years to deal with them. Wouldn't even talk to them. Now they're close to an atomic bomb. Now this has happened. Tell me, and, and, and their proxies, yes. What would you do with Iran? Do you want to attack Tehran? Do you want to go how would you keep saying we got to do it? What would you do? General Keene, he doesn't say anything. You know, he's an ex-general. Let him stay that way. He doesn't say what we would do. We're bombing uh, outskirts of Lebanon. We're bombing outskirts of Syria. Yes. And we're doing it from ships. Absolutely. But what would you do with Tehran? Do you want to go to war? If you want to say it, if you don't, don't talk about it. By the way, by the I way, I would bomb Tehran, Stan, to be honest. Stan, what, you would bomb Tehran? Yes, I would. I'd send wow. a message. I okay. would send it, hey, folks. Uh, that out, but anyway. I know, but it basically <laughs> means yes or no. You know, right. get to it. The point is, what would you do, Rita Cosby? You're a general. You're the president. How would you handle Iran? And he doesn't say how he would do it. Stan, how would you do it? Go ahead, please. I, I agree with you that we should do something. And But the problem is we should have done it early on. And we should have done something that would clearly send a message that, guess what? We know where you are. We know who's behind these proxy attacks. We know uh, where, you know, one of the leading facilities is. And here it is. So you want another? You know, you want them to go, oh, whoa, 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 U.S. intelligence is really good and they're aware of this. And they something that clearly sent a very powerful message. 
The problem is, and, and your question's a very fair point, Stan, because the problem is right now, uh, they clearly think that this president uh, is a wimp and he hasn't been aggressive. It's hard to make up ground. It's almost like, and I, I keep referring because I am seeing a pattern here, Stan, with Russia. Uh, what happened with Russia? Russia didn't hear any any messages from Biden about don't go in. And in fact, if you look at the history, uh, Russia gained ground under Obama. And guess what? Look again under Biden. You look at the history and then Biden came out with the minor incursion. As soon as he said that, Stan, I, I had chills in my spine. I thought, oh, God, Putin is looking at this going green light, green light. Um, that doesn't set a tone of strength. Sadly, it's hard to make it up once you have given it away. And now, yes, it's 75 strikes. So, yeah, could we do something now? It'd be better. Yeah, please, it'd be better. What? It'd be better than later. I think we need what to hit something. Do, I would hit I something. Know. I would hit something very close to the eye. Hang on. Stan. Stan. Can, hang on a second. All right. You're sounding like Larry a little bit. Um, I would hit something tied to like the IRGC, which is the, you know, the Revolutionary Guard Corps. I, what was very powerful, look what President Trump did. And I know you don't like him, Stan. You've already expressed that. But what he did when they attacked, remember that contractor was killed? Guess what? And it was from an Iranian proxy group. Guess what? They went right to the head of the snake. They went to Soleimani, who was head of the Revolutionary Guard Corps. He was taken out. That sure sent a message. And you didn't see Iran doing stuff to American troops anymore because they got it. They're like, whoa, they know where Soleimani is. And this guy's crazy in the White House. You, I do not want a war. Um, and I think you and I both agree on that. But I do think also what I also agree with you, Stan, is I think we should hit something. We should have hit it hard at the beginning. We probably wouldn't see all these 75 attacks who knows if even Hamas would have even felt emboldened, i.e. Iran, to go into Israel at this time. I think there are so many things. The problem is once you send a message of weakness and you suddenly act like you got a spine, uh, they know that you could go back to the weakness tomorrow. You want you want bad people to fear you, Stan. You want them to think, God, what is that American president going to do? And I would like that whether they're Republican or Democrat. I don't care. I want Biden to be successful because I want America to be successful, Stan. But I don't like America to look weak and taken advantage of. And I feel like that's what's happening now. And his policy, foreign policy, is so waffly to Israel. It is so downright dangerous, Stan. And for that reason, uh, it's dangerous, not just for America. It's dangerous for the world. This softness and this waffling and this equivocating which, you know, we just played Pramila Jayapal. Uh, everybody is different, but she's part of the Democratic Party. And some of her sentiments, uh, I think there are people at the White House shaking their heads and giving her a thumbs up. And that is dangerous. And I know you're Jewish, Stan, so I know you know what I'm talking about. That is so dangerous. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. It's the Rita Cosby Show.
And by the way, later on this week or next week, there could be a vote potentially for impeachment, an inquiry of Joe Biden. It's not an official, uh, but some blockbuster stuff came out. We'll be definitely talking about that later on in the week, uh, showing repeated monthly payments from Hunter Biden's business accounts, according to Comer, going into Joe Biden. So things seem to be getting heated there. Also, uh, this week is going to be a big debate. It's the last debate with the GOP candidates. Uh, Doug Burgum dropped out today, North Dakota governor, who's a nice guy. I, I met Doug Burgum a couple times. Um, also very much uh, on uh, supporting American energy. Had some great points and actually I thought did pretty well for himself because not a lot of people didn't know him before this. Um, and he certainly, I think, made an impact, uh, but not enough, clearly, to continue in the race. It's going to be interesting to see what happens because there's another report out tonight uh, that people are trying to convince Chris Christie to drop out and GOP donors can then support Nikki Haley. She seems to be the favorite child and is, seems to be going up in the polls where DeSantis is going down slightly. Of course, Trump so far ahead and all the polls over the number two or three, depending who it is and which poll. Uh, but could something change this week? We'll see. Uh, we'll see. Um, I kind of doubt it, but we'll see. You never, ever know. At least maybe it could tighten the race or maybe it's clear who is going to be the number two after the debate this week. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. No doubt the topic of Israel and the necessity to clear and unequivocally condemn Hamas will certainly be a topic of discussion. Um, let's go to Wendy, line two. Wendy, your thoughts about all this? Yeah, hey, Rita, good evening. So my thoughts are this. This whole thing could be over if our president and the leaders of the world would demand that Hamas surrender and give up the hostages. But Hamas doesn't care about the people that they're ruling. And the Palestinians, Palestinians don't seem to mind because I don't hear any of them telling Hamas to, like, let it go. And one last thought. I think that you could do maybe your audience um, a service if you actually get someone who supports the pro side, pro Palestinian side on your show and really ask them the hard hitting questions that our journalists and reporters can't seem to do when they meet up with them at a protest. Oh, and by the way, the protesters don't even care about the Palestinians either because they would ask Hamas to give up the hostages and surrender. Yeah, you know what, uh, Wendy, I actually wouldn't mind interviewing somebody um, on that side because there's a lot of hard questions that need to be asked. um, And I appreciate what you're saying. And I also, it is remarkable, and I think about after 9-11, where were also many of the good Muslims um, out there condemning what happened on 9-11? Why weren't they marching down the streets of New York and elsewhere and saying, this is horrible, we condemn this? I wish we would see some Palestinians, just like you said, imagine how powerful that would be if they were out there marching and saying, you know, give up the hostages, turn them back to Israel, and also condemning what Hamas did, as we've heard all these horrible, horrible atrocities. That would be such a powerful moment. And you're right, Biden administration also should be putting pressure on Hamas. They should have done it from day one. They should have said, hey, if you want a few days ceasefire, give up every single hostage, every single American. But guess what? They are way too weak. And that is so sad. 
Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024.